Welcome to the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. I'm Laura Katina. And I'm Amy Mara. And we created this podcast out of our own struggles with the hope that we can help other women who are navigating one of the many different seasons we've been through. Whether you're running a business or dealing with the juggling act of your motherhood and your career, we are here to give you real tips and strategies to navigate it all. So let's dive into today's episode. On this episode, Amy and I are talking about a topic that brings me back to, um, and Amy, I didn't even tell you this before we started recording, but brings me back to right before I opened up my own practice. We're talking about uh, what is your why right now? And it's such an important question because you know, you have to think about like where you are and what is your why? Because if you're not connected to your why and what you're doing, it's not going to feel right. So before I went out on my own, it was the end of 2019, I was reading the book by Simon Sinek, Start With Why. Mm. And it was shortly thereafter that the issue that prompted me to leave occurred. And it was so, the timing of that was so interesting. And I still have, like, I have that book on my desk because that book was such an important part of my life at that time. And it really guided me to make the decision that I made. And it was because I had to analyze and think about what my why was at that moment in time. And it's going to change over time. But you have to get really specific about it. Like for us, like whatever area of your life that you're looking at, like, you know, for Amy and I, we're running our own business. Okay, why are we running it the way we are? We we have a why. So, you know, when you think about your why, you can't think about what your why was 10 years ago or what your why might be three months from now. Like, what is your why right now, right? Yeah. And I, I also think that a why it could really confuse people because you could say, well, why are you in the career that you are? What's your why? Why, why are you, you know, on the partner track for a law firm or why are you trying to hustle to open up another brick and mortar, whatever it is, why are you doing it? And giving the answer of like, because I want to make more money. That's not a why that's actually not a why. That is a result of what happens. Like what you do produces that result. Your why, and if you, you know, follow and agree with Simon Sinek's teachings, and we both do, I think he he illustrates this brilliantly in his books, Start With Why and Find Mm -hmm. Your Why. Um, But he talks about the golden circle and the why is always at the heart of the golden circle. So there's, if you imagine a circle in the middle and then two circles that are outer rings, your why is at the center, how you do your why is the next ring. And then what you do is the outside ring. And it always will come back to your why that if you are not doing things that are in alignment with your purpose, like what you actually, what your mission is. And it sounds so corny and so like woohoo, but if you don't identify what your purpose is, which is also another way of saying what your why is, and you are just flying by the seat of your pants and trying to like build and, and be successful and get results, it's not going to feel the same. Um, It's not going to be like 
the same feeling that you get when you are really doing something purposefully and in alignment with like, why, why again, you're supposed to be doing it. And I'm not trying to make that more confusing, but like, <laughs> I think that it really can be very confusing because people are like, you, you're, t- you're, you attach your why to these results that you want. Like, why are you working so hard? Because I want to buy a vacation home. Well, but that's not the why that's not going to be the fiery emotion that gets you to take more action. That'll fizzle out over time. And I love how, um, Dean Graziosi talks about like discovering what your why is and how you have to go. And this is like research-based. Um, he talks about it all the time, how you have to go seven layers deep. And if it's so interesting to say, like, what was the example you just used about buying a vacation home? Yeah. Why do you want to buy a vacation home? Okay. And what did you say after that? Why are you hustling so hard right now? And your answer could be to buy a vacation home. And then it's, why do you want to buy the vacation home? Right. And then why? And then why? Seven times. Mm -hmm. And it'll lead you to the real answer, why you're doing something. Um, And it's interesting to think of it that way because the things at the top are like so surface level, like, Okay. And it may be like buying a vacation home is more of like a goal, right? Right. So goals and whys are not the same thing, right? So if you have a goal of, you know, buying a vacation home, well, why do you want that vacation home? What are you working so hard for? It could be, I want to give my family freedom. I want to be able to, you know, have a second home that we can go to whenever we want to. Why? So that we can spend more time together so that we have freedom. Like you have to go all those layers deep because the material thing of buying a vacation home is not the why. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's not going to, like I said before, keep you energized. If we follow along with this hypothetical for a second, Laura, you, you got down to like layer four there, right? You said, why do you want to have a vacation home? Uh, Probably because you want to have the freedom to be able to vacation somewhere that you love, right? Well, why? Well, because I want to spend more time with my family and my friends. Well, why? Well, because when I was younger, we only had one vacation and it was every couple of years and my parents couldn't afford it. And so, you know, but that was some of the best memories either. Well, for me. Well, why were those the best memories for you? Well, because X, Y, Z. And you really start to get to the root of the emotional impetus behind that really lofty, superficial vacation home goal or income goal or whatever it is that you want. Like you want to be your own boss. Why? Well, because I didn't feel like I was appreciated and supported in my last position. Why? Well, and you start answering that question and you start going down the line and it reveals so much more about you and more about what's actually going to carry you through those hard days. And you'll start to remember, it's not about the vacation home and putting my feet in the sand. It's about laughing and making memories with my family because that's what like brightened up my days in my childhood. Those are two totally different feelings, right? Totally different totally different. And it's interesting because when you start to do like goal setting, like 
I have, how many years have we been using the start today journal method? A thousand. Like a thousand years. A thousand years. So in that journal, we've talked about it many times. If you want to see what it is, Rachel Hollis's podcast, episode 72. I know it by heart. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tell us about it. <laughs> you just need a pen and a piece of paper. You don't need to buy the journal. But the theory behind it is, or the process is you write down every morning, five things that you're grateful for. So that's first. And then you write down 10 goals and you write them in the present sense, the present tense, um, as if you've already achieved them. And then on the bottom, it's your first goal, right? What's the first thing you need to achieve that's going to, you know, get you on the road to those other 10. Right. And if you look at, and I did this actually uh, a couple mornings ago, because every morning, of course, I look at, I do it now in my growth day app. Um, so I don't write handwrite in the journal anymore, but I still follow the same method. And I was looking at the 10 things that I had written down and thinking about like, okay, why is that on the list? And what is, what do I need to do first? That's going to get me to level two, level three, level four, level five. And you can start to see this like dominoes of, okay, okay, if I do this, then I'll get to this and then I'll get to this. And then you keep like climbing that ladder, but, you know, you have to, to really look at it and, you know, take a deep dive into, you know, why do you want to do this? Because what's the point of setting goals if you don't have a reason behind it? I don't know. Yeah. Well, you could set all the goals that you want though. And I think that what the research shows and why these thought leaders are so passionate about providing a process of discovering your why is because at the end of the day, our feelings and our emotions are going to drive the bus here because there's going to be so many different things that you could want. But when you start to attach the feelings behind why you want to achieve those goals, it makes you, it propels you, I should say, propels you into taking the action to achieve those goals. So you could say like, Use another example. Um, I want to grow my business by four other people by the end of this year. I want to add four team members. Well, well, why do you want to do that? Well, because I need the flexibility and the freedom of my time. I, instead, it's not about money. It's it's about my time, and I need to get my time back because I need to spend my time doing this, or I have a passion project that I want to work on. And these four people will help free up that time. So rather than worrying about, well, I need a bigger organization to make more money so that I can, you know, to have more time and flexibility. When you root yourself to, I'm going to spend my time with this specific cause or this specific person and be able to do this, it emotionally grounds you into a place where you're like, yeah, I'm going to make anything happen because now I'm so super specific as to why I want to achieve um, that specific result. And that's why you have to be so specific. And this can change over time, right? So when my kids were born, <laughs> I, or actually let's go back to before I had kids, right? My why was nothing, not, not even close to what it is today. You know, 20 years ago, right. I didn't have kids. You know, I was working for a big law firm. 
billing all the hours, having fun going out to lunch, you know, with the other people that I was working with. And, you know, my biggest concern at that point in time was like, what time am I going to the gym tonight? (laughs) So, you know, my why then was I wanted to be a partner in a big law firm. That was my why. That's why I was working so hard. That's why I was doing what I was doing. And then once I had children, that, that changed. Like now I didn't, my goal was not to be a partner in a big firm. Um, At that point in time, my why was I needed to survive literally so that I could take care of these three kids because they were, you know, four, two, and one, whatever, newborn one and three. It, It was just like, it was complete chaos. So my why went from very like career oriented to survival mode and being able to survive raising these three kids and, you know, hang on to my career. Like, you know, it was just, it was so hard. So it changed. And then as they grew, it changed again because I was no longer in, well, kind of in survival mode, but not as bad as it was when they were so little. Um, I was no longer in that real survival mode. So I was able to start thinking about really my career again, but also wanting to have the time to be around for them. So it shifted again. And now that they're a little bit older, it's shifted again. And now it's more about like my time freedom and building this business so that we can have, what do we say? It's, we have flexibility now. We don't have freedom. Yeah. I want to one day have freedom so that, you know, we can do whatever we want and, you know, take all the vacations we want and spend all the time together we want. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's been in flux over all these years and that's okay. Like your why is going to change and that's just part of life. So you can't, you know, think there's something wrong with you because the why you had last year doesn't feel right to you anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. Because our goals and our dreams, our ambitions, they're going to change over time. I mean, I had ambitions of like never getting married and never having kids and just doing my own thing as an attorney, like my entire life until I met my husband. And I was like, all right, he's kind of cool. I'll stick around with him. And then, okay, I'll have kids too, because he's awesome. And he's going to be a great dad. I didn't have those ambitions. You could ask any one of my family members and they will tell you the same thing. I did not know that about you. Yeah. I actually was going to throw myself an eternally single party because I really just didn't have an interest in getting married and I didn't have an interest in having kids. Yeah. (laughs) I really didn't because I loved my career and I wanted to be able to do all of the things. And I, I wanted to like really flourish in where I wanted to go. And I just didn't want to be tied down. And then in the midst of my legal, uh, my law school career, is when I met my husband, well, my soon to be husband, of course. And then, um, that completely changed. It like flipped on a dime for me. It just was. Yeah. But interesting for me that then my, why for why I'm doing things, why I'm showing up, why I take care of myself and why I'm, I'm committed to my wellness has changed dramatically because of other, um, you know, situations that have happened in my life too. So things change over time. Change is the only constant that we will ever get in this life is that things are always going to change. Um, and for me, I don't like, I don't anchor myself to a why and then just see how it goes. 
I I'm constantly reevaluating my why for Laura and I, we've reevaluated it as of, you know, the past two to three years when we started our business together. And when Laura went out on her own, and then when I followed suit thereafter, our why changed then. But even since then, our why, I can't even count how many times my why (laughs) has changed with every new adventure and endeavor that we've taken and every undulation of like the rest of our lives and the needs of our kids and our families, it changes. And for us now, I mean, one of the the easiest ways that I think that you can really start to tap into your why, that's so hard for busy people like us that like need to extract every last moment um, of their day is to really sit and get quiet and meditate on it and visualize it and do the practice like we talked about before that Dean Graziosi talks about, about the seven layers. You have got to get quiet and start listening to yourself and like really believing the things that you're, you're hearing when you sit still and quiet. And it's amazing what you will hear and what will bubble up to the surface. Um, some of it's going to be really scary. Some of it is also going to be really exciting because you want to propel forward. But one of the tips that I would share is, is that you need to figure out what question you want to ask yourself when you start that seven layers um, question schematic and really sit and see what bubbles up and like, just follow it and see what happens. It doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to like say Monday, August 1st is the day that I'm going to get my answer. Here it comes. Like it could, you're not a robot. (laughs) No, it could take a lot of time and it could take a lot of contemplation. It's not going to be instantly gratifying to figure this out like the first time that you do this. But when you start to sit and start to be quiet and start asking yourself, like, why is this happening? What do I want to do? Where do I want to go? What what feeling do I get? I I call upon Laura all the time for all of her feelings that she gets um, about things. And they're normally spot on. So, yeah, if you start to get really quiet and start to ask yourself, what is your why? Why are you doing this? Why are you working so hard? What are you working towards? And visualize the life that, you you know, the trajectory that you're heading on and see if that's in alignment with like the person that you want to be in the next five months, five years, whatever it is. The most important part of that, I think, is listening to yourself, right? Mm-hmm. How many times in the past have you like had an intuition or had like a feeling about something and you didn't follow it and you ended up being oh, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when you, like Amy said, like if you sit, get quiet with yourself and listen, like meditation and getting quiet with yourself, isn't about like stopping all your thoughts. It's not about like literally being quiet. No. Like your thoughts are never going to stop. So sit and listen to Mm-mm. what is coming up for you. What is coming up for you? What like think about one of your goals. Like just pick one and then go right. seven layers deep on that. Like you don't have to have like the 10 goals that we write down every day. Like you have to do something that is going to work for you. So if that seems overwhelming for you, pick one. You want to have a beach house one day? Start with that. Okay. I'm going to have, I have a beach house wherever you want to have it. Okay. Why? And then do the seven questions. And you know what? That might lead you to other things, to other thoughts, to other goals, 
to ultimately determine what your why is for whatever it is that you want to achieve. If you are a business owner like we are, if you have goals for your business, go seven layers deep and figure that out. But just pick one thing. It doesn't. You don't have to like overwhelm yourself, right? Because it can be right. overwhelming. Because what do they say? If you dilute your focus, you dilute your results, Laura. <laughs> Amy's so, favorite quote lately. <laughs> my favorite quote this week. What I really love about that too is going seven layers deep, seeing what bubbles up and realizing too that like, as you go along on this life path, part of the reason that your why is going to change is because things are going to get sent to you that you don't realize you need it in the first place. Like they're not on your, your quote unquote life plan. Right. And if you would have told Laura and I five years ago that she and I were going to be partners in our law firm together and the way that it went down and the reason why, oh, and it would be during a global pandemic. We (laughs) would have literally laughed in your face and been like, no, that's not happening because we weren't there, but that, but yet we weren't there yet. And then the universe, God, whatever spiritual being you may or may not believe in is going to start sending you things. So the only way that we really attribute to like how we can follow our next path and like what's next steps we take is because we get really quiet and we actually listen and we follow our gut. Yes. So listen to yourself. Having your why is so important. Um, So, you know, what is your why right now? What season are you in? What goals do you have? And what is your why behind them? Um, Because if you have a why behind them, you're much more likely to take the action to pursue whatever it is that you want to pursue. We hope these tips were helpful for you today. And we'll talk to you on the next episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. We thank you for spending time with us today. And we'll talk to you on the next episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and perhaps share it with someone that you think might benefit from today's episode. We'll see you next week.